Hello and welcome to my latest match pod review for www.mufcglobal.co.uk. We want Glazers out. Say we want Glazers out. Arnold the Dick already gone. John Murta still for some ridiculous reasons still doing things at this football club. Servat utterly deluded. He made some good um, um, things happen at this ball club. So in short term, although he's actually not actually done anything tangible, he's made good appointments. Um, although one's going to cost him about £20 million and he needs to get that on with that. John Murta is still at the football club, still making decisions. Reportedly talking to Mason Greenwood's father a couple of weeks ago from a newspaper report. And you know what the sad thing is? People say, oh, you shouldn't believe newspaper reports. The sad thing is John Murta probably told them himself because he's a leaker. Like all the people that the Glazers employed, they like to leak. Uh, I mean, Richard Arnold, when he got caught um, on the video phone, talking absolute garbage in a pub. He's a joke. He's an amateur. He's gone. And John Mert is exactly the same. I told you about Edward right at the beginning. Matt, the clueless judge. These people, they should be out of our football club. Sort it out, Sir Jim. And I wonder if Sir Jim will be at the Etihad on, uh, on Sunday showing his face. He doesn't like negative press, does our Sir Jim. Mr. Man United, apparently. We shall see. But... Uh, a poor result on uh, on Saturday, a poor performance, poor management from, from Eric Ten Hag. I've said before, I'll say it again, the biggest problem at this football club, apart from the Glazers and the idiots they employ, are the players. They're the ones that should be being dealt with. Bigger decisions should have been made in this summer about getting rid of players. But these players' mentality is so weak. They have no idea how to control a football match. There's no leadership there at that football club. I mean, Bruno Fernandes is the captain, and it's fine to criticise him as captain. People weren't criticising him last season when he was basically de facto captain. But there's no other leadership in that in that club. And I'll tell you why that is, because everybody's in it for themselves. Something happened in pre-season. Something happened that we're not sure about because they start the season poorly and that's continued throughout. And with footballers, you need to not necessarily always put your arm around them, but what you need to do is you need to give them some kind of certainty that a football club is going forward. And this football club is going miles backwards at a massive rate. I mean, it's part of the reason why they're claiming FFP because they might have to pay off Eric Ten Hag. As I say, he is the most naive Manchester United manager that we have actually had since Alex Ferguson has left. I mean, and, and that is saying something. I mean, Ole Gunnar Solskjaer, people say he was naive, but he was incompetent. He's never got the job. Um, oh, that's a bit harsh going incompetent. He wasn't up to the job. He was given the job just so just so uh, fans could be gaslit and plenty of fans were. Um, but Eric Ten Hag, so naive. He, he's, he seems to think that just because he's got a load of injuries... Admittedly, he's had to deal with certain things off the pitch that are absolutely, well, other managers, well, they should have been dealt by the people off the pitch, but the people off the pitch are incompetent. I mean, it is a bit worrying that the reports where he did what Mason Greenwood back, though, that is a bit of a worry. And the fact he's getting himself drawn into spats with journalists in press conferences, calling journalists naive when it's pretty clear that it's Ten Argo's naive. And whilst Jamie Carragher was just sticking the boot into Manchester United, I don't know why he got involved in that. Because straight away, Jamie Carragher and all Liverpool fans and any other fans that don't like Manchester United, which is actually the majority of the country, um, just say, well, the, the, the pressure's getting to the manager. Just ignore the question. You can ignore the question and just move on or come up with just some bland answer. I mean, as I've said before, managers like players at Old Trafford are overpaid. He's on nine million a year. And is that the reason why, as I say, this FFP issue is there? Because they have to account for that nine million 
if they sack him at the end of the year because that could happen. And you worry, you very much worry the kind of idiots that they, they would want to bring in. I mean, Surratt said that the club will decide how the team's going to play. That is a slight worry in the fact that Graham Potter is still available as a manager. And they seem to be getting a lot of people that are matey with Graham Potter, a man who could hack it at Chelsea. He's not going to be able to hack it at Manchester United. If it, As I say, I mean, you think Ten Hag's naive. I mean, Graham Potter, Mr. Naive, he's even more naive than uh, Eric Ten Hag. As I say, Eric Ten Hag, the man who agreed to everything John Murta and Richard Arnold said. Agree to everything. As I say, a £9 million pay packet does help. But uh, Team News will be out. It's about just after 6 o'clock. So uh, Team News will be out about 45 minutes or so. We're watching the game at home. It's uh, live on the TV. I'll be switching it on just as uh, the match kicks off. And I'll be muting it. Thank you very much. Uh, but I will be back with the Team News. Some injuries are in there, apparently. Apparently, there's some doubts as well. Um, is that just garbage reports? Well, we'll find out when uh, the team news comes out, as I say. So when the team news comes out, that's when I want to know. Uh, Maguire apparently is definitely out. Fernandes and Varane, possibilities of being out. I wasn't sure Varane was going to play this game anyway because he, he doesn't play um, three games in a week, really. So uh, we'll see how this pans out. But a massive game at Nottingham Forest. Um, in the FA Cup, as all the talk back to 1990, and uh, Alex Ferguson would, you know, if he hadn't won the FA Cup, would he be sad? He probably would have. And I and I, I've said this before, I say it again: the way the world is now, Alex Ferguson wouldn't have survived. He would have, he would have been gone. He would have been gone. Um, but uh, thankfully, he wasn't gone, and it's be interesting to see what the. Um, the Ineos and the Surat Brigade do in this run-up into the end of the season because the season is looking like a complete, um, you know, bust-up. And it could be even worse after tonight. So Team News is in. And, uh, well, the highlight should be the fact that, oh, my God, Anthony's starting uh, with that desperate. But, no, the bigger highlight, depending on how they set up, so I will have a look at that when the game kicks off, is um, Amabat starting at left-back and there are two defenders in the Johnny Ends and Wild. Very strange decision, especially, and as I say, unfair on um, on Amabat because he's not a left-back, let's be perfectly honest. Um, but uh, the team is um, an honouring goal, uh, back four of um, Dallow, Varane, Lindelof and Amabat. We're assuming they're going to set up that way. Um, the midfield is Maynou's on the bench. So the midfield is... Um, McTominay, Casemiro and uh, Bruno Fernandes. Be interested to see. I mean, there, there is some talk that maybe McTominay will play centre-back. He has played there for Scotland. Um, and maybe Amrat will then play in the midfield position. Um, and then up front, well, it's Rashford, Garnacho, and uh, Anthony. So Rashford, as I say, it's just uh, Rashford can play rubbish and still get be picked the next match. Because, unfortunately, uh, player power is the way forward. And you could say the same about Bruno Fernandes. Player power is the way it is at the club. And uh, Eric Tenard doesn't have the balls to drop these players. Now, people will say, well, if you drop these players, the results could could get worse. But at the end of the day, if you never actually try to drop players or, or rotate your squad, it's not going to happen. At the end of the day, a player could do their cruise shirt in training and then you've lost them for the season. I mean, with the, with the medical staff that we've got, um, that's the, that I'm surprised that's the one injury we don't seem to have had. Um, although I think Malassias is a, is a bad knee injury, but it wasn't diagnosed for ages. I mean, the medical staff at United are an absolute joke. And as I say, Dr. Nick, 
out of Simpsons, you know, perfect for the Glazers, nice cheap medical for these uh, players that you pay massive wages to. Um, and you need to keep these athletes fit, but they can't do it. But anyway, I will be back at half time with the team. Forest have gone strong as well. Uh, the draw has come out. United have, have got a home game. Scum Glazers. Uh, that's all they'll be happy about. Um, would it be apt if they actually got knocked out and they didn't have the home match and it would be against Liverpool or Southampton. So uh, the Glazers licking their lips only for the money because they have zero interest in the football side. Absolute scum, absolute parasites. But according to Surratt, nice people portrayed wrongly. Surratt, shut up. Just don't talk about them. Simple as that. Half-time, Forest nil, Manchester United nil. Uh, pretty even first half for the United have had the better chances um, in the game and uh, the, their lack of a cutting edge shown yet again. As I say, the manager called a journalist naive for saying, why Why did you only buy one striker and big man when only Anthony Martial see him Just um, Anthony had a guilt-head opportunity early on, hit the bar. McTominay, free clear header in the middle of the goal. Headed far too close to the goalkeeper. Bruno, a hesitation towards the uh, end of the half um, when he should have just put his laces through it. Um, Forest really have been sort of sitting back. They've been playing um, basically a counter-attacking game and they look really dangerous in that regard. They haven't necessarily targeted Amabad. Amabad's done okay at left-back, um, to be fair. But you can see that there, there are issues, especially around Page got Irone, Elanga and Origi with, who, are, who are strong, pacey runners. And United have sort of defended... They've defended better as a unit, but there is space within that midfield and... Um, and it's a cup tie, so you would you would think one of the teams would want to try try and get this result done um done over quickly, and there will be a little bit of uh you know um maybe pushing further forward instead instead of being more cautious um during the match. As I say, United have got the derby on Sunday. Forest play on Saturday at three o'clock, so they definitely won't want to um keep themselves in a position where they're having to play extra time and possibly penalties as well. So United, as I say, better opportunities, but they're not taking them. Forest looking to hit out on on the break. And they've had a as I say they've had a couple of opportunities and I made one same for Iwoni uh, um and um as I say they do look dangerous for just basically from the transition. Morgan White gives um as I say, when he gets that ball in the midfield with space, they're looking to break. You can see what they're doing. United breaks down with United and they're looking to push very quickly up the pitch with, with their pacey attackers. So, nearly the half-time, we'll see what happens within the second half. Ahmad surely has to get an opportunity in today's game. I mean, what is the point of actually having him? I mean, as I say, I know he brought him on against Fulham. Um... But everybody was shocked and surprised by that. I mean, I don't know why he's not got a start today. If he's your first choice ahead of Anthony against Fulham, why is he not your first choice to start today? Um, but as I say, Anthony, he's done okay, Anthony, but it's just the same old can't use his, can't use his right foot. And it's he's easy to defend against. He had an opportunity early on and he didn't take it. That's what you get for 100 million euros, isn't it? And uh, the one thing that peeved me off the most in the half was they, they zoomed in on Alex Ferguson. I don't know who he was chatting to because I was more irritated by the fact that, um, although David Burlesford was next to him, but he was chatting to the guy the other side, um, was the fact that John Murta was in the rowing front. Why is this guy still being paid by this organisation? Surat, you're an idiot for keeping this guy, keeping this guy in any sort of... Um, 
position at the football club. And people say, well, if he went, then nobody else to do his job. Do you know what? We'd actually be better if nobody else could do his job because he's incompetent and useless. Do one, John. And do the right thing, sir, rat. So all done and dusted and a big win for Manchester United at Forest 1-0. Like in 1990, all them years ago, a late Casemiro header. Um, United in the white shirts. It, late Casemiro header went through a bit of a VAR check, but I don't think you can really say it was offside. The, the only issue for me was if Iran was called, he was in an offside position, was he causing a problem? But it was a whipped in free kick from Bruno Fernandes. Casemiro just got a little flick on the, into the back of the net. And they probably just about deserved winner, I think, for Manchester United. They were the better team across the game. Just, 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 they just about edged it. Um, it was two, I wouldn't say two poor sides. I think it was two sides that are just not very good, to be perfectly honest. Forest, obviously, in a relegation battle, issues with um, po- possible penalty points, co- points coming in, uh, against them. And Manchester United just obviously deserve a number of injuries, but not really that cohesive as a team. Um, but they were obviously they couldn't have been any worse than they were against Fulham, which was a shocking performance. Bit more cohesive tonight. They did create the better better opportunities. There were a number of shots and opportunities that United had um, in the second half. There was Bruno Fernandes had two or three from the edge of the box, just couldn't didn't have his shooting boots on. Ball through to Rashford that he blasted over with his left foot. Opportunities to get the ball in um, better to, to players, but. There was no cutting edge. There were times when play when players were out wide and there was nobody in the box. As I say, zero cutting edge without Rasmus Hoyland and without Anthony Martial. Oh, shock horror! Anthony Martial isn't fit. Shock horror. So um, as I say, Rashford as I say couldn't be any worse as a striker in that against Fulham. It wasn't much better today either. Um, I still think that uh, another solution is needed through the middle because they're pretty much a zero cutting edge in that regard. The opportunities, most of the opportunities came to, to midfield players, really, and, and defenders. Uh, Forrest, to be fair, then they came out strong at the start of the second half. But United do this, they start halves poorly. And um, Anana made a couple couple of good saves um, to, to keep them out. I mean, Anana, the last sort of few matches, Touchwood, um, is making a few good saves. I mean, we bought him for his feet, and he can't... He, some of his, one part where he ran out to just sort of try and play a ball down. I think it was a gacho on the left-hand side. Just basically just chipped him straight to the goalkeeper. So, as I say, I'm not sure what Anana's done with his feet. Um, I do have to say, I do think part of it is because you don't have defenders, you don't have to play um, passing out from the back. Um, the one thing, interesting thing today, Garnacho had a pretty poor game. As I say, he's a young player. He's playing match after match after match. Is that the reason why Manu was put up, was put on the bench because he wasn't because his performances haven't been, you know, they've sort of tapered off a little bit to to the original level. As I say, when you've got a football team where your best players are youngsters who aren't necessarily going to be consistent, then you've got big big problems. Yes, Casemiro came up, Casemiro and Bruno, um, two of the more two of the experienced players came up with with the winning goal today. But um, they've not been not been playing that great, and I mean, BBC gave Casemiro man of the match. I mean, they they have, they, have, they literally haven't got a clue. It was Alan Shearer and whoever the I don't know what the commentator's name was. Um, as I say, I, I pretty much had the game on mute for the majority of the game. Um, but he gave it to Casemiro because he scored the goal. I mean, there were there were better players on that pitch. Um, 
I'd say Onana had a better game. Amabat came into the game a bit more. I'm not sure. I think he did swap it around. And Dallo played left back and Amabat moved to right back. But I don't know actually when that started. But Amabat seemed to be playing all over, all, all over the pitch um, today. And uh, he performed well. And probably, in my opinion, if, if you go on performance for the previous game, probably deserve to start against Manchester City because they're going to have to be play a much more compact game similar to the style they played against Liverpool, i.e., um, Aside that sort of uh, mid-table to uh, bottom half of the table, going to a big wig and trying to get a point because that's how it's going to have to be at uh, at the at the Etihad. So United are through, Liverpool um, are through as well. So it'll be Manchester United versus Liverpool. Uh, time to extinguish the quad dream, although it'll be a poor man's quad because it's the uh, Europa League. Um, but um, it's time to extinguish that, and um, and it'll be. I think it'll be Sunday the seventeenth as well. I think because Liverpool are in the Europa League on the Thursday before, so it will be um, a Sunday. Probably they'll probably put it. I mean, the police. It depends. The police will have their say on what time it will kick off. Um, they might they might want it as a as an as the earlier kick off compared to to the later kickoff because obviously all four matches will be live on the TV. I may be at the game. We will. Uh, We'll work that one out with uh with with the curator. Um, but either way, it'll be a, a massive game and a chance for Manchester United to um hopefully um perform well because they're gonna have to perform better against the Liverpool side that's obviously just won a trophy and they're doing really well this season. They're gonna have to perform much better than they have been doing recently. And as I say. We could do with uh, actually having a strike of us we're them back. And as I say, for Tanaga, it is, it is a big win. But the problem is that the football club is still there. The issues at that football club are still there. John Murta was again on our TV screens in the second half. As I say, they were focusing on Fergie, but... Why is this man there? Why is this man sitting at this football club? You can see, you can see with the players, some of the players on the pitch. Why are these players there at this football club? So. Big problems still at still at Manchester United. Yes, they can obviously celebrate celebrate the victory tonight and the fact that Ten Hag still can win a trophy. But you know, on the horizon, the big league matches coming up, and you know, the important thing is they've got to make sure this season doesn't just fizzle out like the like the Van Dijk season where the players just down tools and were basically a disgrace because that's just what they do these players. So. Um, It'll be interesting to see how he sets his team up against Manchester City on Sunday, a 3.30 kickoff. So, important win and um, into the sixth round with a massive quarterfinal slash sixth round. Um, I saw something on Twitter that was saying that there no, somebody said there's no FA Cup quarterfinals there, FA Cup sixth round, quarterfinals, sixth round, whichever way you say it. Um, Manchester United are in there at home with a massive match against Liverpool. Scum Glazers will be ha- the happiest people, not because Manchester United won today, as I said previously, but because they're guaranteed a bumper crowd at Old Trafford. And those scum parasites will be taking more money out of this football club um, because um, more money out of this football club. Um, to do what to do their want, as I say, Jim's already given them 150 million each, or however much he gave them. Um, I think that's how much all the siblings took themselves 100 million each. As I say, according to Jim, these are nice people, they're good, they're good business people, and that's what Jim is. And uh, Jim's wants to put the Manchester back in Manchester United, he wants to get the club back to challenging for European titles and Premier League titles. Well, do you know what, Jim? 
start getting rid of the uh, the parasites that are within this football club and their stooges. That's the first thing you need to do uh, alongside getting the people in that are going to hopefully sort out this football club and make big decisions in the summer. And these de- big decisions were in the summer and actually have football people running a football club. Shock horror. Ten plus years of... Uh, basically incompetent fools who were basically just commercial banker um, and the uh, stooges for the scum parasite glazers. Shock horror, the club goes downhill. Shock horror, the commercial money goes down. Shock horror, FFP can become an issue, although it shouldn't be. That's uh, Part of that's because the glazers are taking money out of this football club. Um, but uh, as I say, United, you reap what you sow and they're, reap- they're not reaping a lot. They did tonight because they won the match. But you don't win that. You don't win anything just for winning one game, unless it's the final uh, or the last game of the season, and you need to win. But anyway, as always, thanks for listening. All pods up at www.mufcglobal.co.uk. Up various podcast platforms such as Pcast, Google Podcasts, Listen Notes, search MUFC Global, like, comment, share, and subscribe. Let me know what you think. Um, and as I say, I will keep on and on and on about how this football club is run and what things are happening within this football club. If it was just about, if it was just about oh the you know just winning matches all the time. If that if that was the issue, then United hopefully at some point will become like Liverpool, Arsenal, and Manchester City have been this season, winning matches, but also having a structure at the football club that when things do go slightly wrong, especially on the pitch, they can be resolved. And as I say, there's leadership problems off the pitch. Hopefully, Savats will resolve them. There are leadership problems on the pitch. You need leaders. You need them to perform consistently week in, week out. And we'll see if these players can perform against Manchester City on Sunday. Um, And that is when I'll be back. And as always, thanks for listening. As I say, the Etihad for Derby Day in Manchester, Sunday, 3.30 kickoff. And there will be a pod, as you know.